0: gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the, the time came for her to give birth. pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord
1: Well, hello again. Before we dive into just a few minutes of looking at God's Word, would you bow your heads one more time as I pray, dear Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. And in the oldest prayer of the church, I pray, come Holy Spirit, come in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, again, it's an honor to have you with us on this special Christmas Eve, and uh, we're going to dive into that passage from Luke chapter 2, telling the Christmas story for just a few minutes. But before we get to that, I want to begin with this question. Do you do anything special in your home to prepare or lead up to Christmas? Do you do anything special? Have you been doing anything special uh, in the previous weeks to prepare maybe your children or your own hearts, for Christmas. And I brought some examples. So you can raise your hand if this applies to you. Does anyone in the room do elf on the shelf? Raise your hand. Okay, we've got some. How about angel on the shelf? Okay, we've got some in the room. How about the advent calendar? Any? Any? Yes. Well, in our home, the Sorensen home, we actually use this Advent calendar. and Let me just show it to you. It's not just a paper calendar. It's actually like a house. Can you guys see it? And uh, this, this calendar, this house, it has 25 doors. And the idea is when Advent starts, this word Advent means coming, as we start to look at the coming of Christmas or the coming of Christ, uh, my wife she puts a little storybook in each one of these doors. And so the idea is my children, they, they wake up each morning and they open one of these doors. And I'll show you an example. They open it and then they find a little, little book. Now, I don't know about you older people, but my eyes don't work, so I'm not going to read this right now. But as an illustration, look how little that book is. It's so tiny. You open this tiny door You open this tiny book, and it it shares a little something about the Christmas story. But to make things interesting, my wife takes it further. She also puts a treat inside one of these doors. Now, at the Sorensen home, we've run into a problem, however, with this little practice. Because at 5.30 or so, it seems like every other day, we're hearing this. At our bedroom door. I'm like, what is that? Mama, what do you need, Blaze? Mama, you forgot the treat in the Advent calendar. We need the treat in the Advent calendar. And my wife's teaching, and she's overwhelmed, right? So she's forgetting sometimes to put a treat in this Advent calendar. And uh, so they're opening the door to almost nothing, right? And I've noticed the closer we've gotten to Christmas, the bigger the treat's have become. In fact, just this week, she gave each one of these kids a Tootsie Roll the size of my feet. Like, look, it's like a weapon. Have y'all seen these Tootsie Rolls? Another thing they got this week were the big sugar daddy. Those things are dangerous. They're heavy. They're like a half a pound. So here's the thing, though. We hear the knock, but we've noticed that Caden doesn't even check. Our oldest, he's 14. He doesn't, he doesn't even check the door anymore. I don't, he's like, I, it doesn't matter to me. I don't, I don't really care about the treats and such. And it's interesting because the older we get, the more that the fun around Christmas begins to fade, doesn't it? And I, I just want to, I want to pose a question. Might it be that we have the story of Christmas Backwards? Might it be that we have the story of Christmas backwards? If you're a kid, I especially want you to tune in to what I'm about to say. Might it be that the story of Christmas is not about us opening little doors or gifts, but about God coming to the very doors of our hearts to let His light and love shine in? Might it be that the point of Christmas is not about these little doors and treats we get or gifts we get from our parents or relatives, but might it be that God's coming to the very door of our hearts to let His light and love shine in. Looking at our passage, we see this. The story goes, in in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flock by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them. In the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. You see, when we began the service tonight, we read from Luke, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 9 in the Old Testament, where this, this declaration, this promise of what's to come God will send a light that will break through the darkness, break into the deep darkness. And that promise is being fulfilled here in Luke chapter 2. Some of you know this because you've been with the DI Fellowship over the last month. As we looked at the Christmas story, Luke is a doctor and he's taking meticulous notes. We have someone here in medical school. Essentially, Luke writes through clinical notes and he begins his gospel saying, I want you to know for certain this truth about Jesus. And so we come to our passage, and what it boils down to is Luke is saying, light is piercing through the darkness. It's breaking into our world. Take note. My wife teaches fourth grade at this little Christian school called Palmetto Christian Academy. And I know we have some of the kids and students from that school here. Over the last month, she's been going through the Christmas story with her students as a devotional and they started to look at this idea of darkness. And I know parents, we think, oh, this is scary for our kids to consider and look at. But she said to her class, how many of you have darkness or no dark places in your life where you'd like the light of Jesus to shine in? Hands just flew up. Nine and ten-year-olds. And she said, you know, tell me, tell me about that. And one kid would say, my parents, they're they're struggling in their marriage. Or another, my parents are going through a divorce. Another said, my uncle's in rehab. Another said, my dad's looking for a job. You see, if we're honest, we all know that there's darkness both out there, hardship out there, but also in here. In here, in this story, God's light is breaking through. So imagine in this scene, you've got these shepherds. It's a cold night, a winter night. They're huddled around a fire. There's darkness all around them. And then it says, the glory of the Lord shone around them. And kids, as an illustration to capture what this looks like, it's like a a star in the sky burst. That's how bright the writer is is getting at here in Luke chapter 2. The brightness, the radiance of God shows up and there's an angel and they're terrified. The Christmas story is about light breaking through. It's interesting because later in Jesus' life and ministry, he himself would declare these words, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That's quite a declaration, isn't it? I don't know where you are and who you think Jesus is or was, but I challenge you to take seriously the things he proclaims. That's what Luke is doing here as a doctor, and he's inviting us to do the same. He's saying light is breaking through. How? God sending his son, Jesus. And then the scripture goes on, and the angel speaks and says, Fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. First, light breaks through, and then love bursts forth. And it's not just for a select person or people group. It's for everyone, everywhere. Take note. And what's so amazing about the, this story is not just what is happening, but how it's happening. God sent his son as a baby, he didn't roll in on a stretch camel. In fact, he was rejected at the inn. He's born in a stinky, smelly, dark, Manger and stable. This good news, it's not coming to some high-ranking official in this case. It's coming to shepherds. In that culture, they were the lowest of the low. In fact, through my research, the only people lower in the social ladder were lepers. They, their word weren't even holed up in court. They weren't even allowed to worship in the synagogues or the temple. They were considered rejects, and the angel shows up and says, I've got good news for you to bring you great joy, and it's for everybody. So this story, it's not just about light breaking into our darkness. It's about love flooding our lives. I don't know who you are, many of you, or what you're carrying, but might it be that God wants to pierce his light and his love into your life tonight? We later read in John, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So here's the thing about the Christmas story, especially kids. We don't need a little treat. We don't need a little gift. We don't need a certain game. Caden, my oldest, is like, I love that game. If I only got that game. What the Bible is saying is we need love. Love that will bring forgiveness. Love that will fight for us. Love that will stand the test of time. And I want to ask this evening, do you have that kind of love in your life right now? This is at the heart of the Christmas story We sing these words during the Advent season and during Christmas. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. Later in the book of Revelation, Jesus would say these words. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him, and I will eat with him and he with me. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. The Christmas story is not about us opening little doors. It's about God saying, I'm here right now for you. Do you want and need my light and my love to bring breakthrough in your life? And here's what I encourage you to say is yes. Let him in. Let him in. Let's pray. I pray that you would uh, search this room. Some of us know darkness all too well. Some of us know disappointment all too well. God, I just pray for breakthrough tonight for everyone in this room, that they would have a sense of this beauty and wonder that you came to love us, to offer us new life. May your light and your love flood us tonight and in the days to come. We pray in Jesus' name.